time to jump on the blunderbuss. Welcome to season four, still Australia's best bus on which to talk about leadership failure. My name is Edward Vaughan. Join me as I travel far and wide on my special bus, the blunderbuss, and have honest conversations with great leaders about some of their great leadership disasters. On the blunderbuss, we think it's possible to learn more from your moments of failure than your moments of success, if you know the magic secret. And we also know that failure can be fun, especially other people's. So today, the blunderbuss has traveled all the way to Ashfield to talk to Andrew Caday, Senior Minister of Christchurch Inner West and CEO of City to City Australia. Andrew, welcome on the blunderbuss. That's great, great to be on board. <laughs> And we I've, been on, I've been on this bus for many years. <laughs> and we have special permission from the Premier of New South Wales to uh, drive the bus today. Hey, before we um, get going on the bus, um, I understand there's a very exciting project that City to City Australia are involved in at the moment. Uh, tell us all about that project. Uh, thanks, Ed. The um, thing City to City has uh, really been invested in for all its life, actually, uh, since starting uh, with Tim Keller in um, New York City, uh, is church planting. And that's that's what City City is known for, and we're absolutely committed to that. We're convinced, uh, as Tim Keller puts it, that church planting is the uh, R&D department of the church and is, is fundamental to um, the gospel going forward in any place. At the same time, it's also true that probably uh, our best estimate is that there are 3,000 um, Bible-based more or less gospel-centred churches in Australia out of the 13,000 churches altogether, right. 3,000 of them are Bible-based and are plateaued or declining. Wow. 3,000. And that's that's uh, a lot of just, you know, um, potential there mm. and a lot of actual heartache uh, for, for those communities that, that have sort of lost their way a little bit. And um, we have a vision over the next 10 years to invest in that in a way that works with 1,500 of them to try and revitalise them through an extensive and intensive consultation process over a 12-month period and then ongoing. Wow. Okay. That sounds really super exciting. Um, yeah. I'm really, really excited to hear that. Partly, uh, you know, it, it, it's just not the case that if a church is uh, on hard times, if, if it's kind of stalled or stopped or stuck, that that's that's game over. Or or the other thing is, the, the standard turnaround uh, strategy for a church is to sack the minister or or, or find a way to push uh, the minister out and get a new one. With a coach. rugby league players getting a new coach, yeah. yeah. And there's got to be more to it than that. Um, Paul Borden, who's a, a really interesting denominational leader in the United States, reckons that there, there may well be ten percent of um, church leaders who are natural, just intuitive leaders. And there may even be, a, a, you know, up to 20% who are sort of in the wrong job and you just need to move them out. But the overwhelming majority, 70% of leaders, it, with the right kind of investments, could be significantly improved in, in what they're doing and if they get support and backing. And I think he's right about that. And we want to um, not only uh, continue our church planting vision, we, we have a vision to plant 300 more churches over the next 10 years, but to see 1,500 churches revitalised in addition to that. Okay, that's that's really super exciting. And uh, city to city are sponsors of this season of the the blunderbuss. Andrew, I understand that uh, city to city Australia have employed some really super talented people to work as consultants on the Revitalise Australia project. <laughs> any any names that you want to mention in particular? Well, there's this there's this guy called Ed. I'm not sure what his relation to Edward is. 
<laughs> but yes, Ed Vaughan is our newest, shiniest, greatest, latest uh, lead consultant. And yeah. uh, I will, I mean, truth be told, I've said that I think enough times to you, but just I'm loving working with you and uh, <laughs> really, really enjoying the, the journey at the moment. What that means is, just to spell it out, is that, Andrew, you are my my boss, and uh, that should really make me really polite and respectful as we're about to do this interview. Uh, I have no hope whatsoever for that, to be honest. No, in fact, the opposite is true, and I know you've made a truckload of mistakes, so, you know, where are we going to start? Well, um, I'm, uh, was it Michael Jordan who was once asked, uh, you know, um, how does he keep making long shot three-point throws, and he said, because I missed more thousands of them than anyone else. Yeah, right. And I just think that guy really knows what he's talking about when it comes to mistakes. And, and I'm I'm of the view that um, when when the Lord Jesus is your foundation, then whatever else you're doing is, is you know, you do it in his name and you try and if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And you don't you don't aim to fail, but you don't have, you're not afraid of failure anyway either. I, I uh, one of my sort of clangers that I learned an enormous amount from was um, looking to start a new congregation years ago in the nineties uh, uh, um, at out of St Barnabas Broadway. We planted a uh, a thing which we thought about calling Barney's on King, but if you do the acronym of that, <laughs> that doesn't work. Right, okay. Yeah, bonk. I think we get... Yeah, no, that... I wasn't going to say it. I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> uh, so we just called it uh, uh, Barney's King Street. Right. Um, and in, in St. Stephen's Newtown at the time. Right. Okay. And uh, uh, it was a congregation that uh, shrank determinedly uh, for a few years until it got called back into um, uh, the, the mothership at St. Barnabas. It was, yeah, right. it was, a, it was a failure. Uh, it actually seems to me really important, and I mean this, that someone who is leading an organisation that is involved in church planting should have at least one really good church planting failure to their name. And, and if we had more time, I'd tell you about the others as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, starting a new congregation, great idea. What went wrong? Well, I think there are a number of things. One, part of the, in fact, I think probably the majority part of the drive for this, the start of the congregation was that the evening congregation at Barnes at the time had gotten full. And so, um, you know, it was, it was reaching 300 or something. It was really quite just, mm. uh, terrific and, and, and growing, but we knew that if we didn't make some seats available, it would stop growing. Uh, but that's not a good reason really to start a congregation. A congregation can have that as a secondary reason, but there has to be a, a, a fundamental primary positive reason and, and which ought to be the mission to the area that it's looking to reach. Right. And I think I think we, we talked about it and we, we knew at one level that that was the case, but we just couldn't quite pull it off to have as our really fundamental purpose uh, the reaching of, of Newtown. There weren't that many of us that lived in or around Newtown at the time. We're, we're more, more elsewhere. And so the congregation kind of became a, a solution to some other problem rather than... Yes. Um, you know, it's its own thing in its own right. Uh, it sort of became an overflow tent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the second thing was we went to Newtown and in particular started in uh, St. Stephen's King Street, uh, um, uh, St. Stephen's Newtown, which is, a um, you know, just a, was at that time between rectors. Uh, and that was a bad move because when the new rector came, the new rector was trying to do 
exactly the thing that we were seeking to do. It's right. just that we were taking up his church's space in doing it. In, you in are actually home. in his building. We're, we're in the building. Right. And then we do letterbox drops and we seek to reach out to the community and we do events. And he's trying to do all of that as well. And actually that, that made for a, a massive relational mess yes. uh, to the point where we had to leave. We moved out and we moved uh, into more college for a little while. Um, you know, all of 200 metres down the road or something. Yeah. Um, and, and uh, you know, was was so that from a strategic point of view, from a missional point of view, we didn't get quite as much clarity as we needed. From a strategic point of view, uh, we made a number of uh, errors there. And um, it meant that uh, uh, combined with the third mistake, which was we never actually properly staffed it. And this was the one I think that I was, in a sense, most personally relevant to me. At the time, I was um, co-leading the staff team at EU, which had about 25 staff. I was also uh, leading the 7 o'clock service at St Barnabas Broadway, which was the, the, the remainder who, who stayed. There was a couple of hundred people in that. Um, I was involved in the morning service at Barney's as well. And I was supposed to be leading this congregation plan as well. And I was on fumes. Um, it wasn't properly staffed. It needed to have a much greater investment. Uh, we'd made promises about that, which we ended up not being able to deliver on. And um, so at the at the missional level, we didn't get it right. At the strategic level, we didn't get it right. And at the tactical resourcing level, we didn't get it right. And surprise, surprise, it didn't really work. So what did this, what impact did all this have on, on the kind of identity of this, this congregation? Well, I think... I think it'd be fair to say we never quite kind of grasped an identity. And, and partly, um, again, this was my own, uh, it was my own first move into congregation planting or planting of, of any sort, really. And I thought that, well, look, Barney's evening congregation from which we'd come was a, a hugely fruitful, growing, just terrific thing that had a really strong identity. That would do. Right. That we somehow that would just... Uh, I don't know, um, more for cross yeah. somehow. Yeah, except that the thing was the Barney's Evening Congregation was really primarily uni students associated with the colleges and, and student accommodation around Sydney Uni and then those who stayed on after uni. Yeah. This this congregation was mostly young workers, quite, quite different. And, you know, on reflection, I just needed to have been slower and wiser and made sure that we did more work in figuring out, all right, we, we know the good things we want to retain, but what are the new things we need to, to build in as well to, to not just be the, the the group that sacrificially made available seats at the Barney's Evening Congregation? Yeah, yeah. So there needed to be some, what, distinctive that bound this group of people together yes. that actually gave some energy and drive to what yeah. this mission was about. And it constituted it as a as a positive, coherent, missional endeavor. Yeah, yeah. And it sounds so simple, doesn't it? It's that that oh. asking the question why, yeah. uh, and being able to give like the elevator speech in thirty seconds. Yeah. I can tell you yeah. that we need to paint this church because. Yes, yeah. and and also knowing when you, the answer that you give is not really actually a good enough answer because I I could have given you an answer to that question, but but. Uh, truth is, we it hadn't gotten into our bones. It was it was it just hadn't sunk deep enough. Uh, we hadn't worked hard enough. We hadn't sweated enough on it. We'd had some meetings, but we all just wanted to get on with it. 
Yeah. And there was a good good instinct in that, but but on reflection, I think we just needed more work. Yeah. There is that thing of, you know, if church planting is a horticultural metaphor, uh, the little I know about gardening is that you've got to prepare your soil really well. And so many church planters, as you say, just want to get on with it. And it's yep. very hard to retrofit good soil yep. once you've planted the, yep. the plant. And, and Newtown is a very particular kind of area that's it different really is. from Broadway. Yeah, it really and, is. And and so the idea that you can just take and transplant a sort of student foundation ministry at, at Broadway and, and do the same thing in Newtown and voila, it just works because it works. That What there is now, of course, at St. Stephen's Newtown uh, along with Erskineville is an awesome <laughs> grew up. Did what you were trying to do. Yeah, yeah. And and the Lord was very kind in moving us out and, and moving them in. So, Andrew, what what did you learn about failure from that whole process? Uh, what I learned, and, and this was a, an important lesson for me, was both um, limits that, that uh, me giving my fag ends of my energy was not enough to do anything useful mm. right whereas whereas if you think you're pretty if you think you're pretty good you think ah oh, well if i just if i throw a few bones at this it'll mm. work now uh, that was a, that was a humbling experience for me and i think that was a good humbling experience uh in that sense at the same time um that my main fear with a with a that kind of moment of a of a of an attempt uh, to plant something and for it not working and coming home uh, is is the real damage that that can do to the the members of the congregation. Right. And the third thing is, uh, you know, you, you you can say it um, with the uh, the hearing of the ears, but it's the seeing of the eyes. Failure is not final. Um, mm. You you it can't be the case that the only kind of people who have any kind of role or contribution to make are people who never get anything wrong, because no. then there's no one to do anything. Yeah, and 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 um and there was a helpful moment to go. Okay, what is it that that we did wrong here? What is it that I can learn from this? And how can this become part of the story of God's work in me and through me and in, in all of us and through all of us, uh, including this moment of failure. City to City estimate that there are perhaps 3,000 Bible-based gospel-centered churches in Australia that are plateauing or declining. Just think of the potential impact if those churches could rediscover their mission and purpose to reach out to their communities with the love of Jesus. It's a massive exercise in leadership renewal. If you or your church would like to be part of that, head to citytocityaustralia.org.au, find the Revitalize Australia tab to find out more. If you've enjoyed listening to The Blunderbuss, please subscribe, rate, and review. It helps other people find the podcast and also helps to meet my personal needs for approval and affirmation. Hang on. I think that might have been a blunder right there. Oh, well. See you next time on The Blunderbuss.